Welcome to the Hospitality Maverick podcast with me, Michael Tinkser. We at Hospitality Mavericks are here to inspire leaders to create heart-centered and profitable businesses from the inside out, the kind to both employees and customers love and support. Thanks to BizSimply for sponsoring this episode as our show partner. And BizSimply is the all-in-one HR, workforce management, road and operations software designed and built by hospitality experts to make every shift run like clockwork. And we join forces to help the industry to find new ways to become even more innovative in how we lead our people, how we operate, to how we grow our businesses, to how we serve our customers. Together, we want to share strategies and tools that can make the industry thrive long-term, not just survive. Good tech is the savior. I do hold a view that the real estate sector has been extremely poorly served um, by software to date. And not, not the fault of the end user at all, but more, more the fault of poor design, poor implementation. And over 20 years ago, I was involved in some of these projects myself. They didn't have the end user experience enough in mind. And we put the end user experience absolutely at the fore. It's the camera, it's the phone, it's the, um, it's the feel, it's the emotional connection. And I think really, really good tech will, um, will, will succeed. One of the analogies I use, Michael, is Microsoft Word. You and I pay for 100% of Microsoft Word and we use 1% of it. And when I say good tech, we at Snafix, we only want to work on that 1%, but the 1% that people will use every part or most of your solution. This is Paul McCarthy, CEO and founder of Snapfix, the simplest facilities and maintenance platform on the planet. In this conversation, we explore how tech can help operations teams to get better visibility and get things done faster and better. Paul shares his journey with Snapfix and what he has learned when it comes to building tech that people want to use. And he says it's really important that workplace tech should be as good, if not better, user experience than consumer tech. Think WhatsApp. He also shares some incredible learning about implementing Snapfix into hospitality businesses, and there's some real gems here to improve your operational efficiency. Paul gives some great entrepreneurial advice along the journey as well, especially on how to build better businesses. Before you tune in, please sign up for our weekly newsletter, Maverick Talk, via hospitalitymavericks.com. Here you find much more insight into what Maverick leaders know and do, and you will never miss a future episode. So now let's get started. People that had listened to this show knows that I'm obsessive about processes that's actually driving either yourself or the business forward. But I'm also obsessed with checklists because checklists are good at helping you drive that process or making sure actually doing your 1% every day. And actually that's that's the area we are in today when we're going to have a chat with Paul now because uh, Paul has this incredible thing where you take pictures of things and then people just communicate in a totally new way. So it's actually like checklists on steroids, I was thinking, as I was preparing for, for this interview. Or more, more, you know, making things easier for people actually has to hand things over to other people. So 
I hope I haven't butchered the the philosophy around Snapfix. But welcome to the show, Paul. It's absolutely pleasure to have you. Thank you very much, Michael. I'm absolutely thrilled to be here speaking with you today. So, uh, for 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 the audience out there, just the the top line of your story and how you came to launch a, an app that actually make life easier for for especially you know frontline people when it comes to to run their businesses. Where did that idea come from, and how do you end it there? Sure thing. So my background is um, with, with I have about 25 years of computer software development. And in parallel with that, I've always been managing commercial and residential buildings as part of a family business. And about five years ago, I was becoming very frustrated with the number of post-it notes, text messages, emails, people tapping me on the shoulder, information being all over the place in relation to communications between tenants and, and contractors who would actually do the work. And I, I noticed at the time that WhatsApp was the tool of choice. It was very visual and very, very simple. But as we all know, it's a wonderful tool for chat and it just wasn't fit for purpose for getting things done and progressing a workflow of activity to completion. So I set about to build Snapfix using all of the best of social media, photos, tags, messaging, and apply a traffic light system, red, yellow and green so red means something needs to get done yellow it's in progress green is completed and having a a real focus on simplicity to allow people to take photographs and then use traffic lights to communicate and collaborate and i believe that there is no simpler system than snapfix for managing buildings infrastructure and equipment so can you tell us a bit about that? You know, what is the, the, the purpose, the vision and mission for, for the business? Because you now, if we go on your website and from our conversation, I can see you started, you started somewhere and now it's developed into multiple industries. And, and what is like the, there's always as a founder, I know there's a deeper ver- vision and, and passion than just a product. It's more than a product. Correct. We're on a mission to become the maintenance platform for the world. Nobody's ever done this before. You don't get to go to the local library and pick, t- take a book out and say, this is, this, this is what we're going to do. So we're, we're inventing a new future for people to allow them to use the powerful device in the palm of their hands, the phone with, uh, with, with the powerful camera that's in that phone to be able to communicate effectively. We started out initially in, in hotels and hospitality, and they really, really took to Snapfix because... They demand high quality, they operate 24-7, but more importantly, they have a large audience of multilingual staff. And some of the most rewarding feedback we get from our customers today in any sector is that people who speak multiple languages can communicate super efficiently and now collaborate super efficiently as well without the use of traditional language. Yeah, and I think that's, and we'll come back to that because I think it's really interesting when you said you use the social media bit and also things that people know as a consumer when they go to work and actually there's no like language barrier because one of the things I often see with workforce technology in general is that you need to text or you need to do something then actually it actually hold people back whereas their second language is maybe English and, and not do it or for that sake I'm Danish originally I've seen it even like in operation in Denmark where people didn't because they were not 100% that spelling, uh, the spelling was not, or they were feeling they were struggling a bit with the academic skills. So we'll come back to that in a second. But 
what exactly you know you said that you want to be you know the world's biggest uh, maintenance platform but what is so unique with you guys that you can become that what 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 makes you stand out like compared to there must be other tools there are there are plenty other tools and thankfully most of them are just too complex and many people think more features is a better solution whereas we take the opposite view with Snapfix, everything starts with a photo. And if you can take a photo, you can use Snapfix. There's no forms to fill out. There is nothing complex. Um, we we require zero to, to very, very little training for all of our users. And if people like like Instagram or, or WhatsApp, they love Snapfix. It's the, the, we, we try to use the same principles because those social media tools, people get emotionally attached to them. And we want to bring that into the business, into the business world. We we want, and we already do have people emotionally attached to to Snapfix for getting their work done just very, very efficiently and saving them time every day. And um, what is uh, what is that you're going to change? But when you become the the biggest maintenance platform in the world, what what's going to happen? How is the world going to look? What is the the change you envision as a founder? Um, when, I, when I look at the, the, the languages of the world, many languages are dying these days. And one of the most recent languages that was, that, that, that was created was sign language. And when we really, really think into the future, we believe we're creating a new type of language using photos and, and traffic lights. And I heard a great um, expression recently, which is the, the camera is the new keyboard. So it's, it really allows us to communicate really, really effectively, irrespective of language. Um, so that's, that's, that's one thing we're, we're essentially creating a universal language, What we would love to do. And, and our aim is to give people a little bit of joy with getting things done in their day-to-day -day work. So, so make it an emotionally positive experience and also to save them time. And if you can save, when we think much, much further ahead, if we can save a percentage of a population, a certain amount of time every single day, we could actually affect the GDP of a country. Now I'm thinking, I'm thinking way out there now. You know, we're not there today or tomorrow, but um, we're building towards those global goals. Yeah, and, that, and that's super interesting. The time element uh, there, because like one of the things that's really the world we're in, and especially in hospitality, is like we, we need to get more out of the time and the money and the resources we have. And that is a key, key thing right now. And, you know, in general, countries in the Western world definitely have productivity issues on the uh, GDP. So if you would share a bit of insights, because now you touched on it. So saving time is one thing, but what's like your learnings as you've gone out with Snapfix and you've seen it starting to evolve through hospitality and other industries. What is they they actually what is that the customer gets optimized besides the communication and the safe time? What is like some of the big learnings and maybe you can share some some good stories or case studies? Yeah, so the the, the time saving would be a key part of it, and that's very often around there may be a number of issues at a remote room or a remote location, and somebody can go and attend to those um, all at once rather than making three trips. They make one trip, and and that's the time saving component. The, the command and control for the management team so that they know what everybody is doing is, is very important. When, when previously they would be making phone calls or, or sending people emails or texts or mentioning things, there was no real record of what people were, were doing. 
and the people doing the work can now get the credit for doing the work because yes i've done 40 tasks in the last day or, or whatever um so that's a really really nice uh, um, improvement we also hear feedback that general managers in hotels or owners of buildings can see their staff taking care of their building so they could literally be walking down a corridor spot something that's wrong photograph it and change it to green right there right there as well so they actually recognize the issue and solve it right there and then thus prove, proving to their management that they're looking after their property uh, it's super interesting that actually you know people use the tool also in a way to get very you know be transparent about what they're doing in a way because it's so easy to show especially when you have a job where that is your job to maintenance a building or or just that you are on top of what's going on because i can imagine if you're the owner of the building or the owner of the hospitality business you go around and say why haven't they spotted that why haven't they fixed that but then if you know it's under the report exactly the the guy that was meant to come out and do the repair had just not been there yet but actually they have actually acknowledged there's an issue then you don't need to have those conversation what often feels micromanagement as well and destroys the morale a bit if you are really on top of your things correct um having full visibility and essentially one version of the truth is very valuable so that everybody um with with the right permission set up within snapfix can see exactly what's going on at any point in time what's been assigned to whom and what's been completed by whom and sometimes you know changing a light bulb could take five minutes in one instance it could take an hour uh, in another instance very legitimately so um but having the having the one version of the truth eliminates a lot of stress and people checking in asking if something is done or not it's all it's all visible on the app so i think let's let's take that into the hospitality context because you said you you started in hospitality you started especially in hotels um, can you talk a bit about that journey going into hospitality and why you started in hospitality and then ventured out to other industries I would think it's a very difficult industry to, to start in because of all the moving parts and the human factor that is in hospitality. Well, Michael, we, we set out on day one to create a global company. And what we wanted to do was um, stress test Snapfix as much as possible in the early days. And because hotels, um, there there's a high intensity in hotels, rooms turn over every single 24 hours, maybe in an apartment building, they turn over every six months or 12 months or an office building, it could be every couple of years. So we chose that, that um, sector for that reason to really stress test us and get as much feedback from the customers as quickly as possible. Um, we started out with uh, just routine maintenance, reactive maintenance. So that's taking photographs of issues, chatting with your team and, and progressing to done. And then we progressed to planned maintenance, which is, you know, we have to check the filters and the air conditioning units every every four weeks, et cetera, et cetera. And then we, we implemented a checklist feature, which has allowed us to do very, very efficient fire safety checks. So very often, um, hotels do up to three firewalks every single day. They check that the fire extinguishers are in place, the emergency lighting is okay, but most importantly, that fire exits are not obstructed. And that can be done extremely efficiently now, walking around with your phone and touching your phone on little electronic smart tags at each of those locations. And um, that's been a surprisingly 
popular and very active use case for us, which we probably wouldn't have anticipated on day one. But um, fire safety checks, health and safety checks, security checks have um, have really taken off as well. Yeah, so, so, so from a foundation, when you go into hospitality, it's really around compliance and getting ticked off these important things and have evidence that you actually been and checked that. Um, what else would they use it for in a, in a hotel business when you, if the audience think, okay, yeah, I get that. What else have you seen Snapfix been used for in, in, in a specific hotel business? So what's encouraging for us is when people use the platform and we haven't prompted them to use it for that use case. And a number of those come to mind. One would be lost and found. I'd never, I had no idea how big an issue it was, which it is in hotels. On average, with many of our hotels, it would be one item per room per week. So if you've got 200 rooms, that's a lot of items every week and every month. And the story I normally um, relate is, you know, when 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 you return a teddy bear to a to a family, you've got a customer for life, you know, and probably a positive guest review on uh, on TripAdvisor. And in Snapfix, it's as simple as when somebody finds something, they just take a photo. It's in it's in the lost and found group. It's in red. When they identify the guest to return it to, it goes to yellow. And when it's returned, it's green. So they're using the same tool for that use case as well. Another one would be um, before guests um, arrive and after housekeepers clean a room and, and prepare for the next guest, very often they take photos of maybe some really nice um, pieces of equipment or, or, or gifts that are, that, are, that are in the room. Um, not Okay, gift is the wrong word. Um, towels, um, gift bags, things like that, that sometimes you know, end up in people's suitcases inadvertently. So they, they use it to track what was there before the guest went in and maybe what was there when the guest moved out. So, um, and then they try to do it in the nicest possible way to say, maybe you put a bathrobe into your, into your, into your suitcase by accident and uh, we would, we'd love to have it back. Hmm. Mm, that's, that's in some interesting use case that I haven't even uh, thought about, but again, all things that can help either boost sales, but actually also optimize the, the bottom line so you don't have too much uh, you know churn on your towels and, and bathrobes and so on what what is um what is your have you done it outside hotels within hospitality has been used in, in a restaurant setting is there anything like that because i know that that's like a big audience within restaurants on this podcast as well thinking well how can i use this because i don't walk fire drills four times a week and I don't have guests that forgets things or nicks things. Yes, yes, we would have many, many restaurants using Snapfix as well for exactly the same reasons. Um, it would be routine maintenance as well as that fire safety checks. Also security checks and sometimes when you have multiple duty managers over the course of a day doing handovers of different tasks in a very, very efficient manner. Um, outside of that, we would have, you know, motor car showrooms, which are, they're like beautiful um, um, lobbies of hotels, many of these. So they really look after their brand standard and they, the customer experience when they walk through the door, as well as the retail stores in the, in the same vein. Then, then uh, that's super interesting. So exactly, you what you one of the two things we've seen here is like there's a compliance angle when people start out, but then actually what they do is actually they adapt the tool and use it to many different ways. It's probably the front line to find out. Well, this is smart. I can do this. 
Is is that what you is that the management or exactly the frontline employees that actually run with this and where you have started seeing different use cases with the tool? It's it's a combination of both. It's normally down through um, people's use of of the platform, and then they think, hmm, I could create a, a, another group for this use. Maybe we're renovating a room or we're doing some small project, and they create a specific group for that add in the appropriate people into the group and then get things done in that group. And when the renovation is complete, that, that, that group just kind of, you know, drifts to the bottom of your snap fix. It's always there. You can always access it, but it's not, it's no longer part of your day-to-day work. Um, just like a, a WhatsApp group would drift to the bottom of a, of a, of your WhatsApp over time. Um, if, if, if it wasn't, if it didn't have any activity. So we see people just creating groups for their own reasons and small mini projects all the time, which is, which is, which is very encouraging. So yeah, you mentioned just WhatsApp and I actually wanted to touch on it earlier because I guess that people would say, why should I pay for, for a platform or why should I have a platform if I can just use WhatsApp? What is the, the key reason for not using WhatsApp besides it's get blended in with so much else? Um, one of them is the time savings reason, because if you have a hundred um, snags or issues in a building over the course of a week, you will be scrolling up and down through WhatsApp all day long and you won't know what's reported in progress and completed. So you've, you've no command and control or tracking ability on it. Um, the second one is all of the data in Snapfix is private and secure to, to the customers, which, um, which would be a differentiator as well. Good, good, good. So what is your view on tech then? Because you don't carve, you, you spend your tech, but also you run a, a property business. It's like tech, the solution for building better business. There's been a lot of talk about like tech as the savior, especially in hospitality. Tech is the savior. That's what's going to do it in the future. What is your view on, on that? I think good tech is the savior. Um, I do hold a view that the real estate sector has been extremely poorly served um, by software to date, and not not the fault of the end user at all, but more more the fault of poor design, poor implementation. And over twenty years ago, I was involved in some of these projects myself. They didn't have the end user experience enough in mind, and we put the end user experience absolutely at the fore. It's the camera, it's the phone, it's the um, it's the feel, it's the emotional connection, and I think really really good tech will um, will will succeed. One of the analogies I use, Michael, is Microsoft Word. You and I pay for 100% of Microsoft Word, and we use 1% of it. And when I say good tech, we at Snapfix, we only want to work on that 1%, but the 1% that people will use every part or most of your solution. Yeah, and that's interesting, especially when you see people launches tech platforms that can help. And actually, often they start with the, the real spec, the 80% that everybody needs to solve. But then they start to get dictated by clients about how they should build that tech, especially if there's a big client that comes and says, we need this. And then they involve all these features and function, which actually doesn't really matter in the big scheme of thing, and thereby the value of the the product gets devalued because you, people are not gonna use it. And I've seen it time on time 
where people are asked them, so why don't you just use the functionality that's already in there? Is that it's too complicated to find? There's too many features. So great example is scheduling. And I use this example so many times, but I still see it like they have a picture of the scheduling on a on a laptop to take a photo with their phone and share it on WhatsApp. Well, there is a function to share that, but it's just hidden by all these layers of functionality and analysis, which nobody uses. So exactly getting down to that scope of the, what is the 20% that gives 80%? Great point. I, I studied um, quite a bit how, how Steve Jobs and Johnny Ive designed the first iPod and then the, and then the iPhone. And they really, really taught me to have a relentless focus to, uh, to eliminate everything that's not absolutely necessary. And I've even um, instructed our product team to remove 10% of SnapFix every single year. So we can, we can run data analytics and see, you know, we may have put in a feature and if it's not getting used, we just take it out. So we carry nothing forward that's not, that's not valuable to SnapFix. Oh, super, super interesting approach again. And I guess also that makes it a better product in the long run and more value for, for, for the end user because they, they have a better, better, smoother product. Yes, our, our golden rule for putting any new feature into the product, and it takes, it takes quite a bit of debate and quite a bit of decision making to, to allow something new in, is it must be the simplest version that we, can, that we can come up with, and it has to be universal. So simple and universal are our golden rules. To put a duck tail on this also, like one of the things I often hear with tech and hospitality is like it's very difficult for people to get people using it and actually make it, you know, sticky uh, in the day-to-day operation. What is your experience with that and why do you think that is the case for, for a lot of technology that's implemented in hospitality? Well, I come from a history of, of poorly designed software, which, which much of it was forms-based so you're depending on the designer of the form to satisfy the needs of a very wide audience of people. We've taken the opposite approach and we start first with the camera and then we offer groups and tags and, and then users, of course, and the combinations and permutations you can have by combining groups, photos and tags is infinite. So we, 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 we allow our customers to configure their SnapFix to, to, to suit their purpose. And uh, you, you haven't then when you've done that, you haven't had that conversation with the, you know, the users or the operators that actually we, we're struggling to get other people to use that because they already, that's what they do. So actually what you're saying is like, think like consumer tech in the workplace place in principle. Correct. And we're very open to people using the software that they want to use. So we've built, we've built Snapfix as a platform so the next iter- number of iterations of SnapFix will allow people to use WhatsApp as the front end or Slack as the front end or email as the front end. They can use whatever front end they wish, whatever's on their phone at the moment. They don't have to use our app. One of the um, other successful features that we've had recently is putting QR codes in buildings. So somebody doesn't have to have um, SnapFix on their phone in order to contribute to the SnapFix of a building. They just point their smartphone camera at the QR code, and it launches a, uh, a generic form, and you can take a photo, add some notes, and you've you, you've communicated to the to the team within the building without having an app on your phone. Mm-hmm. So it's also a bit again back to consumer tech. How can we actually make it 
easy for the person that used it to actually activate it a bit like when they want you to buy stuff they put qr codes on the tables and so on and so on so it's the same kind of thinking again uh, i love that um what about um if we go a bit up in the helicopter now and we leave the uh, the device and the tools and we start to look at the industries which you're serving the hospitality industry in in, in you know in some challenging times well, well, where do you see the the hospitality world? Uh, you know, you're supplying into the industry. You have lots of contacts in it, and both now and and the future. There's like there's lots lots of concerns out there. Yeah, yeah, there certainly is. Obviously, we are heading into some challenging years ahead. I'm I'm optimistic by nature, and I am optimistic for the for the hospitality sector. And I think choice will be a big part of the future of hospitality. Um, I love I love really really nice hotels with beautiful interiors. And recently, I stayed in a hotel in New York that was a contactless hotel. So I was given a key code to get in the front door and a key code to get into my bedroom, and there was not a single person in the building, which was which was a new experience for me. It wasn't a perfect experience, but it's getting it's getting close. So I think I think having a choice in hospitality will be a big part of our future. Obviously, the two main challenges that the hospitality sector has at the moment is is labor shortage and energy costs. And it's why Snapfix is is helping many, many um, customers and hotels with reduced teams to make those reduced teams just more efficient because they they, they have just less people on site. Um, We can't do anything on the energy side of it, although we are seeing people create Snapfix groups recording that maybe um, exit doors are being left open so they're wasting energy, um, hot t- the, the hot taps are running too hot, taps are left running. So it's all around helping to reduce some of the waste in the, uh, in, in, in the buildings. But obviously the, the price of oil and gas is a, is a big concern for the sector. Yeah. What about um? Is there like you mentioned uh, the, the the there was there's a number of issues. There's like a pressing issue that you would love to see disappear from the industry, and that will make it easier both for you and and, and your clients. Um, the one what, what some of, I mentioned earlier, some of the most emotional feedback we 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 receive is from the housekeeping teams, and I believe that the housekeeping teams are the unsung heroes of of hospitality. When you go into a bedroom in a hotel and you're blown away by how amazing it is, that's down to an incredible skill by the housekeeping team to um, to be able to create that space and create that experience for you. And it's so key. Um, many, many of the housekeeping um, teams have left the industry because of COVID. And I think to encourage them back, the, um, the hotels and the hospitality sector need to be creative and 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 make it a much more attractive position because it is it is it is a fabulous skill to be able to do what they do so um, that would be one thing i'd love to see solved in the future um obviously cost of housing and accommodation is always important but that's something that that hotels can 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 help people with and um and now with uh, with the ability to communicate and collaborate it allows people with many many different languages to work work together without without being stressful so um yeah I, that's one area i'd love to see a lot of improvement yeah and we often forget that part of the front line you're absolutely right i thought it was a really really good shout out paul um what is um for you you're a business owner and you have been in you know since the pandemic you've been a bit of a you know you know 
rocky road forward. And I guess that's been for all businesses. You do tech or you do food or whatever, you know, there's lots of change, new things ahead. And that, you know, we have to be so agile and change all the time. And, and that's all good. And we all, we all lean into it. But like, what has been like your top learning in all this? Because it's like being going into a new paradigm, I think, as business leader. And you, I definitely felt that myself, that like lots of new ways I need to accept how it is. Yeah, there's a few, a few, a few, a few things stand out. Team having an exceptional team is just so critical. I was so fortunate to meet my co-founder, our CTO, Cahill Greeny, and he is—he's a visionary, and he—he—he he, he is building the most wonderful and architecting the most wonderful system for the future for Snapfix. I mentioned earlier, people can use whatever is on their phone. Um, but, but leverage the Snapfix platform. They can use Slack or, or, or WhatsApp or email or whatever they want or their voice. And he's he's got a real command of that future. So meeting the right people and working with the right people and the rest of the Snapfix team, we're a small team, but we're a team of A players. And the difference between one person and another person could be 100x. It's, it's just phenomenal when you, when you choose the right people and it's taken us a little bit of time to get here and the team we have now is just to a person exceptional so that's one thing i would have learned over the years be patient talk to enough people and choose the right people yeah i think it was jim collins says something in in like this like great vision without great people is irrelevant and i think that's that's what you just said there and i i love that because actually yeah it goes for any business like one thing also i've learned is like you know you the people that really stick with you through the thick of things and not because they're just loyal but also because they help to find the right solution they ask the right questions uh, you know you should gather yourself around more than and it takes time as you say it's a patient game to find the right people for the right seat doesn't mean they're not right somewhere else but there's lots of people that's not right for for your business and culture so i thought that was a really good and then giving them the autonomy to go with it it does lead to a lot of emotional and and um and intense debate in in the company and that's great because you want people who take control or take ownership of their own part of the business and they fight for that to do the best they can in it. And sometimes I would ask a question about something and I, I wouldn't know as much as they would about it. And you just you just you just put your trust in them that they do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very important. Like I think especially in the times where now with you know, go back to our industry with labor shorts actually let let go. And doesn't mean we lose control, but actually we put the trust in the people we have selected to, to run the business. Or else we have another job to do, as I normally say. Then, then uh, the first, the right people on the bus and the wrong people off the bus. Then that's your job. Um, how uh, is there anything that you are extremely excited about right now, Paul? Would you think like this is? I can't wait till this happens. It could be something with the product. Could be something else. What is it that is on your mind? It's, it's just something that's happening in the world. Um, very soon, we'll have 5 billion adults with smartphones all connected together. That is just a phenomenal network. And every one of those adults can communicate and collaborate with each other today if, if, if they wish, and they're all connected. The smartphone that's in everybody's hands is just incredibly powerful. The, the sensors within that are just going to be improving over time. Today, we take a photo and we capture the photo in the GPS 
um, position. I'm excited about the future of five and 10 years time when, when we take a photo, we'll take the air temperature, we'll take the air quality, we'll take the humidity, we'll capture additional information around the time of that photo being taken. So I'm very, very excited about that, about the power of the, the, the phone, the power of the camera in so many people's hands. And that's interesting. If that's used for good, it can be very powerful and it could also be a really big challenging situation if it's not used for good. So as I said, we can actually change the world and many of the challenges we have, you said, indirectly there if we use the tools for the right reason and for the right things. Um, how do you as a, a business owner, because I know you said yourself, you're a small team and you're a global business now, uh, operating on different time scales there's lots of pressure on a founder uh, of a business um how do you show up pro every day how do you go get your best out of yourself every day because it is it is a tough game it is incredibly tough um I, i've i've unfortunately fallen in love with the problem and um and and i have the vision i have a vision that you know Everybody can use SnapFix at some point. They can use it in their home for free. That'll be a version we'll have in the future. You can use it in your office building, your apartment building, on, on, on the public roads. You can use it on, on ships. You can use it absolutely everywhere. So it's the, it's the vision drives me and gets me up out of bed every morning. But more importantly, I think I mentioned about the team. Um, we have team meetings every single day. We have a we have a stand up at nine a.m. and it's the the passionate team we have built. It just keeps us driving every single day. We get better every single day. And I heard a, a quote recently that when you when you when you improve every single day, your best days are ahead of you. So that's uh that that, that keeps us motivated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. Love that. Um... What uh, what would be your like top advice out there to to leaders that is uh, building a, a business, they a great business with great results and also like makes a positive impact on, on all parts of the world, the people, society, and and the planet. Be kind um, would be would be would be top of my list. A lot of people have been extremely kind to me with introductions. They've been I have a number of mentors. Um, Lara Anderson, Paul Booser, Barry Brennan—they're really, really positive people who who give of their time and experience. And I would say for anybody to to give back and, and be kind to others, um, anybody thinking of starting a business, I'd be saying to them: ask for help because people. I I, I help quite a number of people every single month with, with some advice here or there, and I speak at some events and things like that. So I think giving back is very, very important. And I've learned that from some of the mentors that I have. Mm, mm, that's a very, very, and especially in the times we're now, I think we all need a, a, an extra hand once in a while. Absolutely. And, and I, I think another key message that I've learned over the last number of years is disasters happen, problems happen, mistakes happen. And we've built it into our process and our thinking. So we will, if we're not making mistakes, we're not moving fast enough. And it's okay that mistakes happen. And we have a no blame culture in Snapfix. We, I, I, and but I tell everyone I make more mistakes than everyone put together. So don't be worrying about it. And we just keep moving forward and um, and doing the best we can. I think uh, I heard somebody said to me once: the most important thing is that you try at your best ability. You've probably failed sometimes, but the most important is that you learn every day, and you don't do it 
two or three times the same mistake if it's a has a huge impact on on people or the the bottom line absolutely i'm i'm one of 12 kids and i grew up on a farm in in cork in ireland and my dad used to say do your best and to hell with it you know, so. <laughs> yeah, that's even a better way of saying it. I love that. Uh, is there like one question you wish to have asked you, Paul? And uh, if there was, what is that question and what would you have answered? Um, what, I, what I like to tell people, and especially when I speak at events, is is how hard it is it, it, to, to get things right. It is starting a global business, which could not have been possible, you know, 20 or 30 years ago, as, as easy as it is today, not as easy as it is today, but everything we do is incredibly hard. Getting customers, getting users, refining the product, getting marketing right, hiring the right team. There are so many plates, you know, we've got so many spinning plates at the moment. It's incredibly hard. And I think the key message there is around just just take a step forward every single day. Don't try to eat the entire elephant in one in one go. Um, just take it one bite at a time, and don't punish yourself for stuff taking a little bit longer than you you would have hoped. I, I joke with the team that I want to change my my title from CEO to CIO to the Chief Impatience Officer because. I I am very impatient with, uh, with 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 our progress, and you always just want to be there faster, and you want to be there tomorrow, not next week, and um, and we want to be in every country in the world next next Wednesday. You know, it's just I'm impatient to to get there because I know we can. Yeah, it's super interesting what you said, and it was like one of my uh, biggest learning in in leadership, and especially when I went from more operational role to more strategic role, where actually I was suddenly dealing with elephants, not with projects. It was elephants, it was mammoths of, and within that there was multiple projects. And I'm part of a startup now, now, and I think uh, my my partner there is very impatient. So I said, well sometimes things just takes the time it takes so if we just do one percent better today we're one percent ahead you know where we were this morning and if we we've done the things we agreed then, then we've done them and then that's okay and things will happen and some days you accelerate very quickly and other days it's a slog nothing happens you're hammering on that door and nothing happens so then suddenly there's a release, you know, because you hammered enough time to go through the door. Um, so, yes, I totally agree with that, uh, Paul. Very, very good good thing, because actually, also, it's part of why it's hard. That's, that is because you actually have to lean into that it's sm- small incremental pro- progress or change that actually makes the breakthroughs. So, love that. Where, where can people find you, Paul, if they want to talk with you to know about more about Snapfix, but also... Maybe just want just want to reach out because they said you should just ask. So some people maybe will think I'm going to go and ask uh, Paul about one of my problems. Fantastic. Um, of course, we're on snapfix.com is our website. I'm on LinkedIn and my email is paul at snapfix.com. Happy to uh, to hear from any of the listeners and uh, and and help wherever I can. Um, we're we're on a mission to be you know the maintenance platform for the world. You can manage any size of building for. A cup of coffee a day and uh and we we welcome feedback at all costs that's we that's one thing we we embrace feedback and we just want to make snapfix better every single month 
Great, great. Thank you so much for coming, uh, Paul. I send you and the team uh, power and energy for, for the time ahead and good luck by uh, taking over the world of uh, maintenance uh, platforms. We're taking over the world one snap at a time. Thank you very much, Michael. I really enjoyed that. I really appreciate that you're listening in. So if you enjoyed today's conversation, please share with others, rate or give a review or subscribe to one of our channels. Which all can be done via the website hospitalitymavericks.com. I believe that reading the right books is the key to become a better leader. So I've helped you with a curated list of some of the best books to improve yourself, others, and the organization. Find them on hospitalitymavericks.com. A big thank you to Biz Simply for supporting us, bringing great insights, strategies, and tools to help leaders to become better every day. Check them out at bitsimply.com or on their socials at bitsimply or bitsimplyhq. You can also email them directly at podcast at bitsimply.com. Thank you to Fina Charlson, who is the show producer from the podcast Collective. If you have any ideas and feedback for the show or other thoughts, reach out to me via LinkedIn or via my email, michael at hospitalitymavericks.com. I'm Michael Tinkser, and you've been listening to the Hospitality Maverick podcast show. Be Maverick!